Welcome to Afrolit episode 10. It's your favorite African girls and we're back in the streets. I know it's been a while, but if you've forgotten who we are, my name is Bobo and I'm with the beautiful Equa. Hello, hello. Afrolit episode 10. We've officially reached double digits, guys. Yes, we have. This is amazing. Can you imagine? Who Thank would have you. Thought? Thank you. Thank you lovely people for always tuning in subscribing yeah. on itunes writing the reviews if you feel compelled honestly we are so grateful for you because we would not have made it exactly yeah no we support all of you who engage with us who send us emails who comment who send us love just know that we take we take none of that for granted. Exactly. Like, we truly appreciate you guys. Every single time, it's kind of like a surprise. Like, oh, wow, they actually care. I know. It's like <laughs> more than two people listened. Wow. This is incredible. Every single time. Every single time. So, yes, thank you. And we love you. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And to subscribe on iTunes. We're still in these streets. We really, really are. But yeah, 10th birthday, or not even our 10th birthday, 10th episode. What did you do for your 10th birthday, Bobo? Wow, do I even remember my 10th birthday? (laughs) Like, bro, that was a decade, more than a decade ago. What are you saying? Like, has everything kind of been brainwashed out of your mind? Like, you don't remember (laughs) what happened in your life when you write your memoir? What's going to... Oh, so it starts at age 21 because that's what I remember. Basically, that is basically what my autobiography is going to be. But no, like, birthdays for me... After my 11th birthday, honestly, I just stopped giving a shit. I was just wow. like, so this is another day. Like, I even now, like, I barely even acknowledge my birthday. It's who just another Bobo? day. Hashtag, <laughs> who hurt Bobo? The world. Find out. The Stay world. What did you do for your 10th birthday, Miss Only Child? <laughs> I'm not an only child in the sense that, yes, I am an only child, but She's such I an only lived child, with guys. so many people in my house y'all shout out to my mom because she knew that we lived with many people (laughs) Africans though (laughs) but for my 10th birthday I went to the Bahamas (laughs) wow okay so she's been bowling since she hopped out the whoop can you imagine like I haven't even (gasps) been to the Bahamas like turning nine to ten ice cream it is so like that's so monumental because you will never be unless you make it to three digits but we don't know in this economy (laughs) and in these lifestyle habits of us 23 year olds if we'll make it to three digits so like the fact that you made it to two digits it's really important but yeah we're balling out (laughs) my mom and i we went to atlantis wow it was so nice I think I literally ate cake and maybe an ice cream. Like, maybe. You know? Let us know what you did for your 10th birthday. I know. In the comment section. And what we should do for episode 10 if I should throw pie at Bobo's face. (laughs) Vote. Send me me an idea on Twitter. At... So she can use me. Yeah, what should I do to Bobo so that she can relive her, have a great extravaganza for her 10th birthday? But also remember, I'm a Gemini, so don't go too crazy. Oh, God. (laughs) This is when she... Anyway. But yes, for episode 10, today we're talking about social media. We're talking about all of the effects. 
Twitter. The causes, yeah. Social media culture. Right. All those lovely things. Yeah, how it affects our self-esteem, how it affects our love lives, because we know that's a thing. (laughs) Um, How it affects our bank accounts. Mm. Is your PayPal still dry? (laughs) You know, how it affects your natural hair. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So let's just jump right into it. Let's go. Uh Let me know. Mm -hmm. Are you living your best life on or off social media? Ooh, I always love our opening question, but I know. Okay. I think for me, some of my best moments are shared on social media in terms of like if I'm at a social gathering or if I'm at a concert or if I'm, you know, kind of, mm. I would say, engaging with somebody or something in a larger group, yeah. then it's most likely going to be documented on social media. But. Uh, excuse me, I wouldn't in- conclude that my entire best life is lived on social media. Yeah. Because I can always reflect back on the times that I wasn't checking up my phone or there was no videos or recollection or, like, idea of what happened on Instagram yeah. or Snapchat. That was probably the best night ever because <laughs> there's, real. you know, everyone was, like, engaging with themselves and, like, the group was having just yeah, a good like they time were present. being present in that specific moment. So it was the best moment ever. Yeah. So for that reason, I would just assume that sometimes when we have, like, the opportunity to think about, oh, I should get this on Snapchat, it's just more like, it's kind of an ego thing, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, like showcasing, you know, like, look at me and what I'm doing. Yeah, if I didn't snap it, did I really go? Oh, I, I absolutely hate that. hate that. Yo. Even though sometimes I kind of, like, it's a, lo- I have a love-hate relationship with that. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, yeah, this place is beautiful. Let me just take, like, one picture. Right. But I don't want to document, like, the whole time because I just feel like that's Yeah, then it so, takes away. Yeah, it really takes away. But what about you, Miss... Instagram queen. Lol. Are you living your best life on or off social media? That is such a good question. Um, I feel like those two lives are two completely different lives. So, like, wow. I, <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I have a very distinct line between who I am in the flesh and then yeah. who I am as a pixel on the screen. So I can't even, because it's, for me, comparing apples and pears. Wow. No, it's comparing oranges and pears, whatever the <laughs> saying is. <laughs> so it's like I can't even compare <laughs> the two lives because, like, it's just, they're completely different. It's completely black and white. And let's even backtrack for a second. So do you consider, like, things like Pinterest and WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger social media? Or is it mm. only, like, what do you categorize as social media? Yeah, I definitely... For me, like, okay, so Pinterest is just, it's literally just where I make mood boards. So it's, I'm not even socializing with anyone. (laughs) You don't like other boards, you know, you're not doing any of that. No one follows you to see your board. I'll go check this out, guys, because we know Bobo might be here being low key. Lol. She has like a million followers. (laughs) You know, she has the 10.1M, you know, or K. Next to the Not number even. of followers. Ugh. Imagine. Like, literally imagine. <laughs> but no, and then things like WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger, to me, those are just, like, where I'm... Com- I wouldn't even consider that. I know, like, by definition, yeah, they are considered social media apps, like Slack and WhatsApp and mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger. 
But for me, they're completely different from platforms like Instagram or Twitter Mm -hmm. or even like Facebook, Facebook. Yeah. Because when I'm on Instagram or Twitter, I'm like making connections with people not only in my like physical world, but also just people that are like in France, in Canada, in LA. So it's like I'm actually making connections with people that I would not be able to in this physical realm and but also like Instagram for example I'm literally just like putting out aspirational imagery like it's very intentionally aspirational but Mm. it's also very intentionally like editorial and not real so it's not like me at a restaurant eating with my friends it's like me serving a look against Mm. a pink backdrop and like that setting doesn't exist in real life so for me like the content I create is very intentionally like whimsical Mm -hmm. and like not realistic Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not even like I'm trying to fabricate or like pretend that this is (laughs) my life it's literally just like this is aspirational content that but do you think that you could make things that you are realistically doing aspirational so for example if you did go to that restaurant and you happen to be serving a look would you yeah i think most people do that yeah of course like would you intentionally engage in like okay i want to because i know that i've been at brunches with friends where like okay before anyone eats yo let's take a picture yo and like sometimes i get brainwashed and fall into that trap as well yeah same you know like we all let me take a snapchat yeah let me take a snapchat you know and then it's like they'll reorganize the like i have a friend who can reorganize the the table table so that she gets the lighting and and it's bomb yeah it's like that when she takes the photo it's like wow did we really even eat that i'm surprised wow sometimes she doesn't even use an iPhone camera because it's not the best quality. Yo, she, no, I definitely. So, like, how do you feel about making things that you do realistically? You know, yeah, like with, aspirational. Whether, yeah, aspirational. I love that question. Media. Thanks for asking that. Um, so for me, I'm really private. Like, when I tell you I'm an introvert, it's an understatement. So I really do not want anyone <laughs> to know about my dates. Like, I don't need anyone. Like, yes, I use Snapchat and Instagram live, but that's 90%. It's me just, like, ranting about, like, stay away from cishet boys. Or, like, <laughs> this is what happened today. Like, I don't really use Snapchat and Instagram in your typical, like, so follow me around my day. Like, this is what I, I'm at this restaurant now. I'm with these people no, if I'm with human beings, my phone is not in my hand. <laughs> like, unless someone really texts me, yeah, my phone is not in my hand. Like, that's why I say, to me, the two worlds are very distinct. Because yeah. I don't think the line should be blurred. Because then it really infringes on your life. And I, ha- and I do feel like it sort of creates, like, a sense of mystery. Because mm. I have friends who tend to be like very overbearing yeah and very much like what are you doing at this second of the day like they text me all the time every (laughs) time I post an Instagram story like they're the first to watch it they're the first to like DM me and be like oh where are you right now oh where was this oh why didn't you tell me you were there so it's like (laughs) I feel like watching (laughs) you know I feel like the fact that I'm very very private and I don't want anyone knowing what I do in my day to day life sort of creates more of 
mystery with the people who are mm. in my life yeah. about like what does bob do in a date because like no one will know unless you're like the homie right and i feel like it should stay that way you know of what i'm saying course. how do you feel i mean again because i feel like we all get brainwashed by these certain you know by the people we're surrounded with yeah. and like sometimes it does come out great and it's like oh wow you know like i love that photo and the idea that you can share it instantaneously and like mm. receive feedback is so like I feel like that's the pr- the blessing, but also the curse of this generation yeah. because now our expect our expectancy level has like shrunk into like negative almost because we expect it to happen like instantaneously. That is true. We expect gra- gratification to come now. We expect our rewards to come now. We expect the likes to come now. Like, yeah. everything is just supposed to happen right now, but mm, it doesn't work like that in real life. So Some you think things, social media has really, like, of propagated course. that issue? And I even saw this video, and I'll post it um, in our description. It's this uh, author and, like, public speaker. He has an amazing TED Talk called Simon Sinecki. And he talks a lot about how millennials are actually suffering, so a.k.a. Mm. us, because we have been kind of brainwashed to believe that gratification happens now yeah. and we're supposed to be rewarding and we're supposed to be rewarded for existing right now Ooh, and we're boss. supposed to, <laughs> you know, be making an impact in whatever we do when an impact is literally Mount Everest yeah. and like you're trying it to takes reach time. Yeah, like getting to that summit takes weeks yeah. or months I and guess that is why stuff addictive. happens along the way. And yeah, and he says the problem is that now all of these social media outlets are really highly addictive. So for me, I feel like we're lucky because we're at least, what, 20, yeah. 23. But imagine the like 12-year-old girl who's following you. You know, Yo, I like, think about that sometimes. Like if we'd had discovered social media when we were like eight, who would we be now? I mean, we're yet to see because the eight-year-olds are growing up. But I wonder, like, I really, really wonder about how we, especially as, like, you know, young, creative, but also, Mm. like, black women traverse social media, like, if it's any different. And, like, if, like, our addictions of, like, oh, we're supposed to look like this stem from social media. Because we... We always talk about this, but there is specifically... I feel like there's an Instagram look and there's a YouTube look. Hey. I don't know if there's a Twitter look, but I feel like there's, there's a little a Twitter bit... Look. Yeah, there's a little bit of a Twitter look, too. Yeah. And it kind of, like, they're all very similar. The Instagram, right. Twitter, and YouTube Very look. colonial. They're so... Co- and I feel like it's a lot of it, and I would want to know your opinion, too, if you feel like it's just black girls or any, like, non-white person just trying to be white. Yo, when I tell you I talk about this all the time, and this is why I think, I feel like natural hair YouTube and even like makeup YouTube and makeup Instagram is very, very colonial because it's Mm. basically when I watch these videos and especially this week, I've been watching a lot of makeup tutorials because I'm on the hunt for a foundation and I watch a lot of these videos and it's like, I understand that the trend right now is the beat face. Right. But I also see, I've seen like a rising trend of like the 18 inch straight Peruvian hair. And I get that that's like, (laughs) you know, Rihanna brought in that look. But it's also now like the blue eye contacts. And like, (laughs) let's contour our nose to look 
hella narrow. Like, let's contour our faces so that it's oval shape. And it's like a lot of African or black features are not like that naturally. Like, I have a round nose because <laughs> I am from the bottom of the continent. Like, these are my feet. Like, I will never look Eurocentric. You know what I'm saying? I know. But I see a lot of the trends are very much yeah. like get, you know, the Scandinavian button nose, right. like the narrow nose, which is a Eurocentric feature, the blue eye contacts, the green eye contacts, right. which, you know. <laughs> so I do feel like a lot of it is like how much. How white can I look? Yeah, and you know what's crazy is because I was reading articles on how now makeup and beauty lines are actually trying to formulate makeup that makes you look better for social media. So like they know, or I guess I don't know if they're working specifically with like you know Instagram developers and things like that. Because at the end of the day, there's a science to all of these things because it's on a computer. You know, these are all algorithms and like numbers being punched in every time we press a button or whatever, right? So the the fact that now, um, what is it, makeup is forever or any sort of, any of these brands, L'Oreal, yeah, even Smash the Sephora, Box. yeah, can like literally hit up Instagram and be like, hey, what is your algorithm and how does it make like pink look pink or black look black? How could we formulate that wow. into our makeup is insane to me. Because now, if you were to, see, or if an 11-year-old girl is to see like, oh my gosh, if I wear this foundation, it will make me look like whoa on instagram Cute on instagram yeah that's all that they need and so like you don't even need to like you may look crazy or may look super light on your skin tone in real life Yo. but on instagram it really doesn't matter and that's why you know? and to add on that i've been thinking also a lot about like how our phones have especially for our generation and yeah. like gen z and just like the younger generations in general, our phones have become extensions of ourselves, oh and this God. is why. <laughs> I know I really Martin like Martin McLuhan. Actually, is it oh, Martin really? or Michael McLuhan? I believe he said like, yeah, yeah. It's like we are the extension. The machine is the extension of man. No, we re- yeah. I really do feel like we're. And I wrote my college application essay about this yeah. because college, you USC. know, you know. <laughs> oh no, grad school, college. Oh, oh. but like <laughs> slight shade. Let me sip my tea. Lol. Mm. But no, I definitely because what I've realized, and this is why I also find it so important for me to make a hard distinction between social media life Mm. very aspirational very escapist Mm. very far away from like real life versus like me in reality which is not digital me because as i see especially with the younger generations there's like very little distinction between who they are online and then like who they are in real life exactly and so in that way Especially because of Snapchat, like yeah. we literally always have like our phones documenting our lives, documenting our every movement. So like the line between like who is the separate self, who is I, like who am I and like who am I portraying? Like Whoa. I feel like the younger generation has to grapple with that at yeah. such a younger age. I know. Because now they constantly have to worry about like, oh my God, but what will people think? Who am I in comparison to this bitch? And like, is my highlight popping enough? Like, all of that. And so in that way, your pictures on your phone are you. And it's just, no, I don't need... I don't need that. And in I my know life. that people in the continent might come for me when I say this, but it's like I love that sometimes when I go back 
like to Kenya or whatever, yeah. and like there's not internet ever, or like you know power goes out Word. sometimes because it's like you know what. We just don't need this thing right now. You, you know, you we know? just don't need it. And it's like the fact that it can just be switched. You know what I mean? Like, it can just be switched off Yo. in, like, you know, a minute. Or, you know, like, sometimes, especially when I was back there in the summer. But, like, <laughs> I knew from about, like, 7 p.m. to, like, about 8.30, like, for a good hour, I would have no power. So I'd just be chilling in the dark, you know, just, like, yeah. low. No, you and know. And you're so present. And I'm just so pre- And I'm just thinking, okay, like, you know, what could I do right now? Like, okay, my house is kind of scary. But like you know what, this yeah. is like <laughs> me, myself, and I. You know my time, like literally for you, and you can hear the difference. Like especially when I go to where my grandmother and like you know where my rural area of Kenya, and like there is internet there, but the fact that there's no power cords per se, like you have the telephone lines, yeah. or whatever. But internet and all of these connections and cables make so much noise, like literally, like vibrations yeah. that we don't even know of. So imagine at a young age, like you're already being acclimated to like all these different sounds and things, and like you have no idea how it's affecting your subconscious. Yo, that's and real. And then now it's like you you're gonna have this forever, and it's gonna keep evolving and getting even more invasive for that matter, and which is crazy because at the same time, it still dictates like who we're gonna fall in love with, which is so weird to me. Let's, let's elaborate on this. I, and as much as I really do hate it sometimes, yeah. but it's like when you meet significant other, when you meet Bay, why is it now, instead What's of asking- What's your Instagram? <laughs> like, okay. I've literally told people like, yo, I don't have Instagram. Wow. I don't have Instagram. Like, oh, really? Wait, so my question for you, how would you say that social media has affected your love life? Okay. I wouldn't say that it's changed anything per se, Mm. but I do think that it's allowed people to get more information out of like or think that they have more information yeah. in the beginning stages. So like they, they could scroll through my Instagram and see like, oh wow, she's out, you know, she's meeting this person. Oh, she yeah. worked with that person. Oh wow. Oh, oh, oh. So they think that maybe I'm this which I am, but like they really, really now think like, oh yeah, she's this lit person who's like always constantly like doing things right. and things. And even though there are lapses and gaps and like things are not always as they perceive to be, there's still that, you know, this aspiration of like, wow, she's really, really lit. You know? So I think there's a lot of that. And I too have fallen or not victim, but I too have used social media to be like, oh wow, maybe he's really lit. You know, like yeah. oh wow, he's, he worked with that person. Like, oh maybe he's when you meet them in person again, it's like, ah, oh, he really it's ain't like, shit. Uh, he ain't. He I was really, low key catfish. I was <laughs> high key catfish. Wait. So speaking of catfishing, then okay, give I, us I your thoughts. <laughs> well, I I did a whole study on Nev, or I believe I forget his last name, but the guy who started because it started from a documentary. Oh yeah. Yeah, the show on MTV started from a documentary, and it's totally fake. Mm-hmm. I wrote a theory on this. Really? Yeah. If you want me to post it online, I will. But it was during my high school days. Yeah. So yeah. But I believe that it was because it he was catfished in the time of Google Hangout, right? Or Google Voice, as it was called then, which had voice chat or not voice chat, video chat capabilities. So like out of all of this time, you're falling in love with mm. this chick 
who you think is this hot in your Eurocentric eyes. Right. So in that whole time that y'all were talking, you mean to tell me you didn't think like, yo, let's just video chat right now. Like, let's FaceTime. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I I don't get it. I I will never, I'll never understand how people get catfished. (laughs) Like, there's... Instagram stories, there's Snapchat, <gasps> chat, not even Snapchat, like, video yeah. live. You can chat directly with a person, bae. You can, on like, Snapchat. you can Skype them, basically, on Snapchat. You can Skype them. You can video call them mm. on Google and Facebook and WhatsApp. all of WhatsApp now, even. So how are you getting catfished in, in 2017? 2017. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll never understand that. And also, like... Aren't you guys afraid of the person? Like, I don't understand what happened. Like, when did we lose this fear of, like, meeting people online? Because that's what I'm saying. Our phones are an extension of like, ourselves. Like, the, Tinder? the difference between online and offline, very small line. The line is very thin. Because I still have that fear. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm talking to y'all, but it's, like, low-key, maybe y'all are rapists, white you know, trying to kill black people. I feel that about just (laughs) men in general. I'm like, so how are you scamming me today? (laughs) Like, as a man that has approached me, what is what are your plans to scam? But at least if you meet them in person, it's like you can actually see their physical being, and like that's when you, as a woman, you have your intuition. If your yeah. gut feeling is telling you, no, this that's guy real intuition, is, yeah, yeah, you know. And like I feel like as black women, we really have that deeper sense of intuition that we do. You can at me on this, whoever denies it, but I really feel like <laughs> black women are the ones who are actually the OG psychics and really be knowing what's happening. Yeah, in these streets, we are, but. Yeah, so, and as a woman, now if you're allowing, your aura can't transcend into the phone, you know? Like, you can't scent, or you can't smell them, you don't know anything, like, tangible about them. So how do you know that this guy is not going to drive up to you? Like, because if you're in a random ass, like, you're not in New York, you're not in L.A., you're in a random ass city in, like, not even, what, in Europe, you're in Eastern Europe. Maybe yeah. this is your second, third time visiting there. You're on a business trip. You know, let's say you're a global travel or whatever. Now you're using Tinder to, like, you know, have a nice dinner date with somebody. Yeah. You meet. You don't know anything about that city. You meet them. But because now Tinder can, like, link to Facebook. Oh, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, Josh is really Josh. How do you know that Josh does not have ropes and chains and <laughs> ribs and But you're and not things? meeting Josh at his house. Like, you're meeting him in an open space, fam. <laughs> nah, 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 Okay, nah, what nah, do you nah. have see against see Tinder? What when do you have, have It's not even against Tinder. I feel like it's honestly, like, against the internet if you're not doing, like, a meet and greet. Because, like, if you're doing a meet and greet now, it's like, all right, these are your quote-unquote fans or people who've been following you or, like, you know, whatever. And it's like, if they're a rapist and, like, want to attack you, you'll be in an open space where, like, (laughs) if that were to happen, there's, like, eyewitnesses and, like, people who will, like, scream and yell so that security can come. But now if you're involving romance, because I feel like when romance comes in and it's, like, love barriers, like, we all kind of, you know, those gates kind of fall down. You know, we're vulnerable, right? So now walk me through this. You're meeting. Okay, so now let's say because yeah, I know say that I've, black women like we get scammed, but not to that degree sometimes. Yeah, no, that's but, why Get Out was yeah uh, a black guy, not a black even though woman. black women are disappearing. I don't know if they're disappearing because Yo. it's like linked to like social media. But anyway, we'll discuss this before we close out. My thing is. When MySpace became a thing, <laughs> the reason why I believe also MySpace had its, like, ebbs and, like, 
didn't wasn't as successful. And even though it was very successful in, in the, the time it, yeah, in the time it came out, it's not working or it's not still present today is because so many people were abducted because they tried to meet the people that they connected with on MySpace. But and I also it feel ended like they weren't smart being, about it. <laughs> it ended up being like, what, 18-year-old girls who are meeting up with Hot Josh. And Hot Josh is actually a 65-year-old, scary-ass old pedophile. man. Pedophile. Who is making... Because like when you're in that state, it's like they've gained your trust now. You know, like you yeah. guys have spoken. This is not on day one. This is like on day... 100 or day even 200 like you've been chatting with josh for long it's not like this and we is haven't facetimed we haven't face or you fa- i don't get it or you haven't facetimed but it's like maybe you tried to but he was like no you know i work and like you he just gave you some realistic thing that you you trust I him now so and, and again take yourself out of this equation because right. you know you and me yeah that's what i'm Afro saying they just get, aren't smart the people <laughs> who get abducted but that's not still just because they're not smart doesn't mean that they deserve to get no abducted. not that they deserve but i feel like the reason why it's become more acceptable is because now they are more like people know like okay common sense we're going to meet in an open i'm not going to go to baba tunde's house feel like people <laughs> you know? get that trust because when romance and you're vulnerable i feel like people kind of are still lax it like too lax with it sometimes because like you now you show up and hot Josh is again <laughs> crazy ass. and we can even add old woman in this and you know yeah. he has a gun because he's obviously <laughs> deranged so he's like if you make a scene right now I'm going to kill you so it's like what you make a scene and die or you pretend to like follow him to his car so you can like run away you know what I mean yeah so you now you follow him into the car you're in the car you see there's ropes and chains and whatever and it's like oh you know, now it's like, too late. or not even now it's too late. It's like, okay, let me try dialing 911 because you have your cell phone, right? So, right. like, you try dialing 911, but by the time you get to homeboy's house in the middle of nowhere, 911 is like, oh, where are you at? You can't respond because, like, he's watching you with a gun. Like, are you going to answer that? Or Okay, but here's another nah. scenario, though. Say I am a very shy, you know, like, 25-year-old. I've never had bae, you know, because I'm low, like, I don't, like, I don't want to have to go to the club. Do people scout bae in clubs? I don't I even know, know where people scout bae though. these days. But I don't want do. to have to go, Bathroom. yeah, lol. You know, Everywhere. I don't want to have to go to, like, the club. I don't want to have to go to just out in Central Park because, like, you know, I'm shy. Or... I don't want to have to go to a networking event and have to speak to 55 people and then maybe, oh, gym guys are the worst. Those are the worst (laughs) type of, if any guy who has ever approached me at a gym, like they don't even get (gasps) a response. Like I don't even look in their general direction. But that's another story. (laughs) But just say like you just cannot be bothered or you just like, you just cannot do all of that yeah so to save time or like to save yourself the emotional trauma of having to go through 18 <laughs> <My gosh>. guys <laughs> you know emotional trauma. like what am i to do if not tinder or like yeah. her or whatever dating app because you were shy and all of these things before this app no 
Because what? If you're 25, yeah, that but means now you there's were a solution. I don't think Tinder is the solution though, because really? it still adds to the idea of, as I said, the instant gratification. Because now you feel like, oh, I can get anybody I want because I have Tinder. But it's like, nah, fam. A, <laughs> you could be getting a rapist, or B, you could still, you still have to get to know the person and like get out of your comfort zone yeah. and, like, really connect with that person. Like, I believe that you can establish great connections on social media. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The fact that you are able to connect with people in Canada and Paris and just people who admire your photos and your work and want to work with you all over the world, that's amazing, you know? We could, right. Without those <laughs> platforms, we couldn't have done that before, you know? At least, and we can all get a check from it, right? That's right. great. But if you truly want to make a friend or a connection or build trust, how do you expect to do that via, like, I'll at, you know, like, I'll tweet I just you think it makes it easier I'll because... I'll text you, you know? I just think it like, makes hey, it easier Ma, in the good sense... Good morning. It's like oh, now, you're, now I'm supposed to trust you because you just said good morning? No, because it's especially for people who are queer. So, like, if you're, like, a queer woman... It's just so hard in these streets to be out and know that, like, okay, okay. she's also queer. Like, is she straight? I don't know. Heteronormativity. I understand I, things like no. grinder. Okay, yeah. Grinder is a different story, though. But I still feel like you fall into that realm of, like, how do you know the person on grinder is still not straight and a rapist and wants to kill you? But I just feel like the chances slave. of that in person, because who hasn't been scammed by men? Like Waiting. before and after the men internet. have been scanned by yeah. men. Scanned <laughs> by men. So whether there is apps, whether there are apps, whether they are, there's no internet. If you go to the village or you go to France or you go, it's men are still scamming. Word. So at the end of the day, who is safe, fam? Who's safe? I mean, we're not. We're all not safe. But I feel like it's safer when I talk to homeboy in person and like meet them at the gym or meet yeah. them when I'm walking outside even though I know that I may not like I'm approachable in terms of like oh like which way do I need to go to get 7th Avenue but I know I'm not <laughs> like <laughs> I know Dead. like my face is like nah unless <laughs> okay most well of the time speaking of scamming then let's talk about this sponsorship culture. Let's talk about sugar daddy culture. Because right. social media and just the rise of apps has made that realm a lot more accessible. So do you feel yeah. like that is now? Because it's now very, it's becoming very mainstream, you know? I think it is mainstream. Yeah. To like have a sponsor. Yeah, to have things. a sponsor, like, some think, a sugar yeah. daddy, you know, someone who's paying your tuition. Yeah, you know, or to be an escort. Yeah. It's become a lot more normative. So do you feel like that is also unsafe? Like, uh, mm, This is a good question. Yeah, do you feel like this I is I feel not... like if you're an escort and you're under 18, it's like, yo, okay. That's yeah. like kind of crazy. You know, like, I think that's very dangerous for you. Mm -hmm. But even if you're above 18, and I'm speaking specifically of like, you know, black women, People on, like of the likes of Vera or from Kenya or like Lyra Galore, even though she's not necessarily an escort per se, but that aesthetic is very linked towards women yeah. who are escorts. Not that I'm placing any judgment on like those. Like the hourglass. Yeah, like the hourglass. Slim thing. Body con, dress, yeah. heels, beat face, all of that stuff. Trips to Dubai. 
picture. You know, <laughs> you don't know who's taking those pictures, though. <laughs> Word. You know, so it's like, I don't know if, like you said, I think we're all in, we're all uh, viable or vulnerable to getting scammed. But it's like now if you're an escort, it's like, what are you now being asked to do? You know, like what degrading, mm. <laughs> like defiling. No, I really think it's entrepreneurial. I don't know, fam. Really? I don't know. Because I just feel like you couldn't pay for college and this was presented to you as an option. You tell me you would rather work 15 hours a day at McDonald's run, as opposed to just getting paid $1,000 a night? Well, I'm taking myself out of the equation because, like, religious, fam. Nah, I can't do my religion. Nah. Yeah. But, like,. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to like think about it outside of myself as a black woman, knowing my features, knowing that if I just like make myself cute and yeah. all women are cute, so Yeah, like you know, we're all cute. We can like play into it or not. So honestly, I feel like I just feel like it's not it's not worth cuz like at the end of the day, what happens when cuz we forget that the internet is forever, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you're like, you know what? Like I want to change my lifestyle. Like I'm trying to run for prime minister of England. No, they don't have to know. Say that you are what do you at mean USC. They're not going to know. We are no, finding No, you don't have to present it on social media. That's why social media <sighs> is great for living double lives. I would know. Let me tell you. <laughs> because they you don't will have find to you if you're trying how? to run for pri- this is a different ball game. You're running for prime minister of no Zimbabwe. No one has to know. You're Listen, running for prime minister. You have president contracts. of Kenya. You have contracts. It's like we're president going of South out Africa. For president of Donald Trump raped how many women and is still president? You know what I'm he's saying? He's a man, though. We're talking about black Yeah, he women. is a white man. So, like, he does have that layer of privilege. But also, I feel like there are ways to really go around. You just, once again, it goes back to, like, be a smart hoe. Like, sorry. <laughs> you know? Like, be smart about your hustle. Like, if you know that after this, you want to be a lawyer, but you have to pay for... yeah. Right now, USC has, like, the highest cost of tuition in the country. Of so course. let's say you're at USC, and you need to pay $70,000 a year because, wow. like, that's just what it is. And it's just, like, your parents cannot even give you a cent towards college. Your scholarship only pays 10k a year. And you know it goes down every year. So it's, like, I'm what? not... That's yeah. trifling. Don't send so, your kids to USC. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like, I'm not going to work at McDonald's because I also have to have a five-point... Uh, 3.8 GPA minimum in order to get into grad school or to work at Ernst & Young. What am I going to do? I am going to sign a contract with my sponsors that says, I will go on events with you because you need someone who's going to serve looks, you know, male ego. Or like, I am going to have dinner wow. with you every night <laughs> and every Thursday you will pay me $1,000. And by the end of the semester, if you have what? Like Four sponsors, five, you know, whatever. This takes like six hours of your week, eight hours of your week. You can pay that semester's tuition and still have a 3.8 GPA, graduate, get into Ernst & Young as whatever. Like lawyer. Lawyer, accountant, whatever it is. And you made your cash and you go. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just feel like you just need to be... 
Or if you want to go the Cardi B route, then be on social media with it. Like, be Kim Kardashian and make sure that your mother leaks your sex tape. Like, you know, <laughs> just be strategic. No. I find it all very entrepreneurial. I personally wouldn't do it myself. But that's see, just like me and my very specific <laughs> circumstance. <laughs> see, she went all this to say that even though I know this, even though I know the rules and regulations. No, but that's because it would not further yet she me. She still cannot just notice this. I feel like okay, it just wouldn't help me in any way. So like, I don't need to, I and I just don't need like to do it's it. The internet and like, if someone is out here trying to like, yo, we need dirt on Bobo. We need dirt on Bobo. We need some, and she's trying to, you know, she's going to win this presidency of the United States, <laughs> you know, because now we don't care about citizenship, so anybody can run, even if you're not born here. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, like, you know, if you're awesome and you have all the followers, you know. Yeah. So, like, you know, now you've created your, like, other account that's, like, the presidential one. I still feel like they'll find your old photos. and Because it's like, why did face, why did all of these college advisors always tell us to like block our Facebook or change our name on Facebook so that these advisors, if you have anything that could be seen as really like but problematic. That's again, yeah, that's again, don't be problematic if you know you want to go to med school. But yeah, if you're, but then imagine you know? if you're trying to be an escort and you know Instagram is the fastest and cheapest way to be an escort without then having use to. use an app. Don't use Instagram. You know but, what I'm saying? But if you use an app still, it's like, how do you know that they can't get bought out by whoever your opponent is trying? Like, what check number do I have to sign? Because we still remember Beyonce in that elevator with Jay-Z. <laughs> that video got leaked. We don't know how much TMZ or whatever paid whoever to leak it. Right. But that leak happened. So it's like we live in this world of, like, WikiLeaks and all these things. It's like, I feel like you just have to be okay with the naked photo that you take on your phone. <laughs> you know, just, like, act as if you take that photo as if, like, 20 of your best friends and your mom are going to see it, you know? And if you're down for that, then, like, do it. But if you're not down for it, then don't do it. Cause, and I feel like when you're an escort, it falls into that realm. Like, would you be okay with your grandma seeing you being an escort? No, I don't think that because I feel like responsibility politics shouldn't play a role. Like people like Lyra Galore and all of that stuff. Like she told her mom, like, "Yo, I'm gonna go into this." Like I don't think she was specific. Like on the Fader interview that I read, yeah, she wasn't really specific of like what she's about to do. Like she didn't tell her mom, like, "Oh, I'm about to go be a stripper." But like she was like, "I'm getting a job that you may not like." Yeah, but that's the mom was like. As long as you're still, like, in school and doing things and, like, keeping the way that I told you to, yeah. then, like, do you. I mean... So, I don't know. Like, I just feel like... No, I don't that think blessing. that should play a role. Because it's like, anything that I do, someone's going to be mad. Someone's going to be offended. Like, there is someone offended by me walking out the house today with my black skin looking confident as fuck like someone is offended okay. by that so it's like even my parents i will not ever be able to like have the life career aspirations like body look everything that they want me to have as far as like their respectability politics but as far as like my life because i can only live for myself that's what, if I decide, yo, I'm going to be an escort tomorrow, like whether or not anyone, you know, like if no one is negatively affected by my, you know, it's not yeah. illegal. 
No one's dying. In yeah. fact, I'm furthering the economy. So no one is dying. Um, I mean, in I'm Kenya, it's become like a huge thing to have a sponsor. Really? Yeah. I mean, honest, like, honest, if I didn't have my morals. <laughs> Why is it a moral thing? I know. Thing? If I didn't have my moral, I'm literally that mean. Wait, like, why is it moral morals, though? What is immoral about it? And my ego and my, you know, just like who I am in my life. Why is life, it so immoral, Fab? I would totally have an escort. I would totally be an escort. Yeah. But the fact that I have morals. What is what is immoral? Lit- like the the mere fact that I'm using my body, you know, because your body is so like yeah, your body is your, your body. temple, and it's like your spirit, and like and now you're letting like who knows where this ugly ass man came from, <laughs> and like you're just letting them do like the most like degree, like you're letting them have access to like the most private and like. But it can also be seen as empowering because it's like yes, I'm taking back my agency as a sexual being and using it in my own way (laughs) to do what I want. I have no agency overseeing this, telling me that I need to lose this weight, I need to look this way. It is all 100. I think because it becomes it becomes degrading when you have someone that you have to now like conform to someone else's standards that you now have to orient your entire body around. See, like if you are Black China and now you have to, I'm not coming for Black China specifically, but I'm saying in this specific situation, if like this is whatever career path you're in, and now you have to look a certain way and behave a certain way. Like, you've lost agency over your body. But as an escort, if it's all you 100%, then it's like, that's you taking See, it into your own hands. that's the problem. I feel like then it becomes, like, a competition of, like... Because within... You know that you're not the only escort, right? right? So now you're looking at your counterparts. And it creates this, like, competition complex. Because it's like, oh, she has, you know, bigger boobs. I'm just going to get breast implant surgery. And your sponsor will pay for it because it's like, yeah, I actually do prefer but that's titties. not that was your decision though but no like, one is putting a gun to your head i know like, but then it becomes that like i still i want to be the one that gets the most checks so like i need to pay off all any, and it's like yo if but i'm the, if i'm on wall street i need to make sure my there is not a single kink because i know i need to look respectful to these white men so let me now go and contort myself why is that not degrading to have white men controlling your body even if it's not explicit when you work on wall street and white men are like no no sorry your hair is not appropriate that's the thing in 2017 daily if like, you are working so on wall street and you're a black woman please at me and like send me a picture <laughs> of your hair and how you usually go to work and stuff because i feel like, like it's very real so like where why is one degrading and one not i feel but like yeah, in corporate <laughs> <laughs> in corporate america i feel like okay when it comes to hair in the north i feel like in the south you know they're still lynching black people no even in new york here to, i can tell you as someone who worked at, at one of the big the big when? four accounting firms this was what like freshman year summer freshman year oh this 2012 okay this was in 2013 i'm talking about in the give Bro. me a scenario that happened last year okay let's look at the girl in south africa who like had that's to south fight. africa and y'all know y'all problematic so please wait, wait. south africans come for me if you want Bruh. to even to working at a tech company that I just le- like, I could not. 
I literally was talking about like the everyday microaggressions that I got because of being a black woman. Like this is still okay. I even have like a girl who works at Morgan Stanley who's Ethiopian and she literally cannot not straighten her hair. Like because it's not acceptable. Like there are norms that you have to subscribe to in corporate America or just in any job whatever in general where it's like there's a spectrum to how much agency you would have over your body, especially if you're a, bl- you're a black woman. I think because I feel like black women's bodies are always so... Okay, I can't, I'm not finding the right word, but yeah. are just always so showcased <laughs> and like word. degraded every day. Why would you allow that to happen to you? Like you are now making the choice to like allow that to happen to you to happen to you you know like through just getting like x amount of money you know like why why could you equate your body to any sort of amount of money because like the pleasure that you're giving somebody else is like I feel like for any woman Mm -hmm. they can give you like that you can't put a price on that like that's like it's like you know it's so amazing like you can't you how could you put money on that or equate but it like for you, what though. equation <laughs> could you make that could possibly surmount the type of like emotional physical spiritual sanity that or not sanity but like sort of that whole encompassing package how could you equate that to a price tag that's like one for me like i feel because like unless your i'm body, getting like so a you like decide. even a billion like i just feel like there's levels to this game, you know? But that's for, like, your body. Like, every woman I views, like... consumes their own body in their own way. Okay, so I agree. So it's up to them to I agree. But and, and, like I said, I don't, I would never, if a woman were to tell me, like, yo, I'm an escort and that's how I make my money. How do would you, you feel? fam? But yeah. I'm never going to let you hang out with my kids. Wow, I'm never, that's how you feel? <laughs> I, that's really how I feel. Oh, hell no. That's how, how I know? Echo feels. <laughs> <How do> I... <laughs> oh my gosh, anyway, you're going to come for me. If you're an escort and you want to come for me, I will put my Twitter in there. No, talk. the way I see Cause... it, like, yo, if we're, if the way I, especially in 2017, you should be paying me to go on a date with you. That is how precious my time is. Of and course. Like, but that's a I date. Not... If now, guys, like, I want to finger you in public. But if that wasn't in your contract, then it's not. Or But if you wanted that to happen, then by all means, get fingered in public, fam. It's all you. <laughs> that is true liberation. When women can choose between being <laughs> Michelle Obama and Cardi B, we are all liberated. You know? When you have that choice. To be Michelle or Oprah or Cardi B, I would or love to get Michelle's Black opinion China. on this, but that is liberation. I really don't think, and so, we'll agree to disagree. Yeah, but I do believe that every woman has the right to their own agency. But I don't think that you can expect, like, I just feel like there's because there's so many elements and like what is it variables that play into this because now imagine you know like now my religion wants to call you a prostitute even though i'll never call you a prostitute Mm. and then 
on top of that, now you're mo- like now you're creating like tensions between like your family and you because like imagine if like one cousin who's a hacker now finds out that you're in this ring, yeah. or like imagine if it goes Why wrong mad, and it's like imagine it was owned by this like Russian oligarch and like now <laughs> it's being investigated by FBI and now you have to go testify because your ass was in the ring as well and so now there's just all these different like. You're, there's so many other variables that I just don't want to get involved in. Yeah. That I'd rather just work retail. Wow, work, really? Which I have already done. I yeah. subscribe to retail. Maybe not work <laughs> at McDonald's. Be a babysitter. Be a nanny. Yeah. You know? So tell me, Equa, what are your thoughts on Instagram models? Is that a thing? Like, is this a... I, and I think it's so correlated, you know? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because I feel like if you become an Instagram model, I ha- like you start getting invited to these events. Maybe you do club appearances, mm-hmm. and it just so happens that a Sheck is there. And if Sheck is like, "Yo, I want this chick," you know, because it's like they don't even care about who you are. It's just yeah. like, "I want this one." So now the Sheck's assistant comes to you, and it's like, "Okay, here's Sheck's checkbook. He wants you. So how much will it be to have you?" And it's like... See, this is so far-fetched, though. (laughs) I really don't think it's that far-fetched. Like, I feel like... Because we've had conversations, even with people who are in fashion, where models who are, like, high-fashion models, like, obviously, their body is for them, according to them. But they'll go do a show, and then... Sheck was in front row and his family was there too. <laughs> but he's like, I Your want pro- you. Yeah. And assistant is like, all right. And yes, maybe this not happens. Be- yeah. And maybe it's not like Bella Hadid or whatever. Or maybe it is Bella Hadid. We yeah. don't know. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think these things are as... Because, like, where do these stories then come from? Like, I don't think it's just make-believe. No, I just think it's, like, once again... Like, your tr- like if you are an Instagram model for the yeah. sake of, like becoming an escort versus an Instagram model just to collect your checks and go. Like okay, it's yeah. very, you know. If you're just an Instagram model because you just want to serve a look and like get paid, be my guest. Yeah. You know, but then the problem becomes like a lot of times women who are Instagram models are just like naked. <laughs> and like I even had to unfollow a girl. Wait, what's what's the problem with that? On, Why are we mad? On Instagram, just being naked yeah. for, like, no artistic direction reason. It yeah, was someone just like, free the nipple. I mean, free the nipple, yeah, but, like, uh, Twitter is free the nipple, actually, by the way, because you can post all of that stuff. But Yeah, shout out to Instagram. Why are you not following that lead? Please, <laughs> at me and let me know. Like, why won't you let our nipples be free? Because then it turns into pornography. And, like, I'm not trying to this see pornography problem, always on my timeline. You know, like, on Tumblr, how, like, if you'd go on it past, like, 11, it would, like, turn into pornography? Because it's, like, all these, like, people <laughs> that you follow are now, like, retweeting that, like, right. sexual gifs. <laughs> but see, I think <laughs> that's why <laughs> this is a problem because it's like that's why we should be allowed to be naked on instagram because nudity is not pornography in the same way that sex is not pornography and pornography is not sex a naked woman's body is not sexual see i understand where you're going with this but men are stupid so they don't get that but unless we propagate them that's why free the nipple exists because men don't know how to consume women's bodies in non-sexual ways but if we put 
put out our nipples. Just I'm just but, using the nipple as an example. Okay, it's yeah. like now we can be on equal footing where a man's nipple is just a nipple and a woman's nipple is just because it's but not inherently see, sexual. With nipple is that or the problem with that though is that how do you differentiate between like the airbrushed, perfect, perky nipple that's now still free the nipple towards the like non perky black nipple that wants to be showcased which should be showcased but then how do you protect that nipple from not being consumed and like oh that's so ugly like hide your you know what i mean like how do you protect it from that sort of well that all comes from like societal beauty standards and fashion and beauty trends but at the end of the day it's like men's fat like nipples versus like (laughs) idris elba's nipple are still all just perceived as nipples you know what i'm saying okay (laughs) whereas like for women if any me in a bikini is going to automatically be hypersexualized, you know, and like that is an issue. So that's why Instagram needs to to sit down. I just and don't just understand let us why, like, then now girls, because like now girls use that as like a ploy to get like more followers and like get people to like like them on, on Instagram or whatever, or like they notice yeah. whenever, you know, there's that meme that goes yeah, around. Yeah, def- that's real. Like that post, real. yeah, like, you know, post, like if you're like sad because like you're getting zero likes and then post like a naked picture of you holding your boobs and it's like you'll get 5,000 likes. Cause, yeah, like, that obviously is definitely, the more skin you show, the more, and I even, I know this myself, <laughs> like my own pictures with more skin get more likes and more engagement than like me. Exactly. But, but it's like, I personally, because for me, like, likes are not that deep. And you've separated your digital life from your real life. Yeah. But imagine the person who has not and is now 13 years old and is like, a bitch needs to have 50,000 followers or else I'm not cool. So I'm just going <laughs> to post my naked self. And now her aunties are like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know, like, what are you doing on Instagram? And she's like, I'm trying to get followers. Leave but that's me alone. not Instagram's job. That's parenting. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it's not Instagram's job. But I still feel like the fact that they kind of protect, at least I would hope that they protect like younger accounts. That's why I feel like people just need to stop lying about their age. Like yeah. it shouldn't be, you know, there shouldn't <laughs> be restrictions on like who uses it. Like you have to be 13 to use it. Like everyone mm. should be allowed to use it. But if you put that you're 12, you're going to get a different kind of Instagram versus the person who's 30. Wow, really? Yeah, I really think so. And like when, as you grow up, you can get access to the 30-year-old Instagram. But I don't think when you are 10... You That's should have access to 30-year-old Instagram. Because at least we can have these engaging conversations and, like, describe, like, okay, right. if she's going to post naked photos, then I'm going to unfollow her because I don't want to be that person yeah. on the train who opens Instagram. And now I just see, like, ass and titties. And it's like, I was mm. not ready for the Like, I just don't want to. Yeah. So I can unfollow you, and it's not a thing. Whereas a 10-year-old who now opens that and sees her best friend posting a naked photo and is like, oh, my gosh, she got, like... 6,000 likes, let me do this too, you know? There's less likely of the temptation. Because, like, you know, we even know, like, yeah, we get brainwashed by YouTube and we watch the video and Mm. we're like, oh, my God, I want my hair Oh, yeah, even me. Even me, fam. You know, but it's like like you're consciously, you know. I wish I had thicker brows, but it's like, why do I wish that my brows were thicker? You can even, you know? Like, yeah, it's not that deep, but, you know. You see, you can have that inner dialogue. So even when it coming back to Instagram models, I guess it's just more about, like, 
and I I really this does not pay my bills, so I won't do this. But like yeah. it's kind of <laughs> of just understanding like why they are the model. Are they the model to be Bella Hadid and like yeah. you know like they want to be just like her, and that's why they're an Instagram model, and they like I don't know if they pay people, but like they just take pictures beautifully with their iPhone and they make Word. it work and they get serious likes and they follow all these accounts and they do what they need to do or if they're just trying to get hella likes and they'll just post naked bodies and be an yeah. quote-unquote Instagram model in that realm. I've actually had a lot of debates about this like at school mm. um, because I'm in a media like program. There's a lot of talk about like should the government intervene as far as media is concerned because of like moral issues of like young women young girls or like young boys shouldn't be exposed to this type of content but then it's like how do we define what's moral and what's not moral and then it's also just like like i personally find it interesting that it's moral to show people getting killed and getting shot and like bloody gory scenes but two people having sex that's too much. Like, that's okay. too much, you know? Yeah, you have a point. So it's just like, this <laughs> shit just gets so tricky. I don't think it's the government's responsibility. I do think it's the app developers and oh, people. Really? Yeah, I feel like you could hire a psychologist. Never heard that perspective before. Or hire, because there's people who go to school. Like, shout out to doctors. Like, I don't know what happened to, like, I guess Nigerian <laughs> mothers, you're losing your power. Because, like, becoming a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it's is not, like, it's not cool. It's not cool. But I I think it can still be cool in the sense that you can be now the house psychologist for Instagram and like you can actually study psychologically 11 year old boy and 11 year old girl if they have access to the version of Instagram that is all like you know bloody and sex like I feel like if we're gonna include everything then it has to include everything you know it has to include the blood it has to include the gore it has to include the sex like we're all yeah let's just go all out we're gonna go all out but you can now, because you are literally a psychologist and you understand the science behind the neurons and everything moving, mm. if that is actually beneficial yeah. to a child and if it isn't, you know? Like, I think no, we need I to agree. look at it from a scientific point of view. I, I don't agree. think we should look at it from a governmental... Because I can easily Yeah, because be the government won't and do So now imagine, like, if you're 11 in 2011 and, like, what, it was Bill Clinton... A president, or no, it was o- Obama coming in, but Bill Clinton ending, mm. or no, George George Bush ending. So it's like before that time, you didn't have access to old grown up Instagram. But now, when Obama was in, because he doesn't care, it's like yeah, everyone has access to everything. So now you can see everything. And then imagine right. now Trump comes back and it's like, oh no, we're going back to the way that it was. Yeah. Before. So it's like now this like I feel like it would constantly change. It wouldn't help anyone. Whereas if it's from a scientific point of view, it's like all right this is how we're going to do it and we're going to keep reevaluating yeah. and testing and maybe it'll fluctuate a little bit here and there yeah. but it wouldn't fluctuate because it's like not dependent on people it's actually dependent on like science yeah and no even if i hey if for some reason i ever end up having a, ch- a child <laughs> they <laughs> really like literally the world would have to be ending for this to happen no i genuinely they would auntie, not so <laughs> they would not be playing world of warcraft like they would not be watching violent movies like yeah i would have 
no I dead ass want my kids even during all these scenes like mommy can I look like we really need to have that type of mentality the way that I had like you know you'd look at like the scene like through your peeping tom eyes you know like it's kind of open kind of <laughs> closed and you're kind of worried like oh my god is my mom seeing and you raise it raise it raise yeah, it yeah and know? like you look at them the, yeah no like, for real because uh, it's like I know for a fact like relationship. scientifically the more like violent movies or more violent content you consume like that does get embedded into your psyche so it's like i until i get to the point where i can no longer curate what my child consumes they will not be consuming violence <laughs> but you know so that's why it's but like now, i don't know where i would stand on the whole like government intervention yeah. with the media like i don't know cuz i personally i don't think like nudity or sex or like you know, any of that has, like, any detrimental effects. So, although I think, like, porn. I don't know. It's, like, this level. Like, there's so many levels. Like, no, I it's think, like, I like don't know. even with sex, like, I feel like, unless it's... Yeah, like, serious sex. It's, look at two people expressing love, you know? But is it always, like, what happens when it turns into rape? Because, like, you know, like, imagine you're watching a movie yeah, and it's so like... Yeah, so they should know that there's a difference between rape, a difference between <laughs> consensual sex, and a difference between porn. Like, you should know this as a human. So, but then I'm saying, like, okay, so now you allow them to see nudity, but yeah. then, or, like, and now with nudity, it's like, okay, we're going to watch this. You know, like, you're having a movie night with your kid, yeah. and, like, there's a sex scene, and so you're like, no, don't close your eyes. And then it turns into a rape scene, and now it's violent. Yeah, and now they now So they now see. you have... No, but it's but like you, you should know the reality. I violence was not a part of your, <laughs> oh, let's, you know, we can all watch this. Right, I go, okay, I see what you're you saying. See, like the lines kind of, cro- like, like, you blur, know, yeah, like blur. sex can get violent. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, it's like, I don't know. There's like violence that's glamorized and then there's like violence that is... <laughs> You know, because, like, what, playing World of Warcraft, that's, like, yay, let's shoot guns at each other. You know, it's, like, glamorized yeah, and shit. Yeah, I know. Whereas, like, if you're watching Moonlight, you yeah. know, this is a good, you should be watching this movie, even though there may be scenes of So it's, like, context, you know? It's just, like, context. I don't want you to consume, you know, like, content that's glamorizing. Yeah. Gang life, drugs. But if it's, like, this, it, gang life exists. But it's not like glamour, you know? It's just like, this is what it is. It's true. But yeah, that's where we're at. That is where we're at. So, so yeah, let us know how you feel, fam. Yeah, let us know. How you feel about escorts. I would really love to continue this conversation on Twitter. For real. Because I just, as you know, there's so many There's So many, so many layers. There's so many layers and variables, no. you know? And social media has just created this new realm. And the best part about it is is that regulation is still trying to catch up and but like the apps keep changing yeah it's and like, like can you, you ever know catch, I, I don't think, think they should sit ever, down yeah i don't think they'll ever catch up like i feel like the like FCC, stop trying yeah government. you know sit down i mean the only way that or the only form that has caught up is i think through like illegally downloading music like that one like all everybody was quick to be like nah we can't have everyone just yeah. stealing albums we're gonna make spotify or apple music so Word. that y'all can listen to your music but you gonna pay us every month that is real. <laughs> you know that was the only one that was like no you're not getting a free, <laughs> free free uh what is it migos in these streets you're gonna get free um oprah because you can watch her on youtube you oh can get God. free tv 
but real music nah fam but yeah let us know as far as goals Equa, let me know of course do you have any goals for like changing your social media habits goals or, like, for changing my social on? media i really love this new feature on instagram of like the swiping photos oh, so i yeah. want to do more of those i think <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of goals on social or, like media, even your phone habits yeah no, i know I will definitely put in the fact that I don't sleep with my phone in my room. Ooh, because snaps. I, I support this. yeah, I definitely feel like you, you know, you just your brain has so much going on, mm. and like we really forget how much like light our phone has, and like even the battery and like all the chemicals that are inside yeah. of your phone, the waves, the affecting waves, our brain yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I've turned into that person, so <laughs> you know, like microwave, don't use the microwave. No, I'm kidding. no like we're out here dying of radiation. You know, like for so what? Let's for just some likes, charge our phone outside our rooms. Mm. Let's like. If you don't need to have your phone, like I'll go to my aunt's house, even though she does leave live a couple meters away from me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll go to her house without a phone because my mom has a phone. If any calamity were to happen, I'm in a safe space. And I feel like I want to be able to grow that circle. Like mm. I would love to come visit some of my friends without a phone. Because like if we're going to Snapchat, they have Snapchat. So I'll just Snapchat from their phone. Yeah. I'll use Lyft or Uber from their phone. I know if I'm going to meet you at a certain... The only thing is I would love to get it to a point where if I'm meeting someone, I wouldn't yeah. bring a phone. But, you know, black people stay late. so And I stay late. So imagine <laughs> if I didn't have my phone on me. Like, and what now would you do? I know, you know. But one thing that is really important to realize is that social media, uh, you can make it you, but social media does not create you. So Ooh. you have to be yourself and if Bars. you want to document it and you know there's no there's no problem in showcasing what you do if you were in yeezy kanye west show like i was mm. you showcase it yes if you were out also yeah you, like you know flaws, like yeah flex. you can flex and floss flex. and whatever someone thinks of that is their own problem yeah. especially it's, black women flex all day flex all day because you know? you're always being but down. even those same black women when you are scrolling and looking at explore page remember that as bobo said it is a separation. Nine times out of ten, the person that you see on Instagram is not the person who they are in real life. Yeah, social so media remember is not real that. life. All my youngins, remember that. Because it's not, it's something that we need to start, even for me, I need to keep reminding myself. Because I think we all struggle with that, like, mm. confidence issue that comes forward through social media. You know, you forget mm. that, you know, maybe this person created this image is aspirational. Yeah. And you assume that that's their everyday life. That's how they look every day. That's how they walk every day. Like, you know, they're not even walking in the photo and you think that's how they walk. Yeah. You know, like, you, your mind is now going in this direction. For real. You know? so like, my face is not beat every day. Bring it back in. Love <laughs> yourself. Be you. And floss. That's it. Yes. Yeah. What are your goals for social media? Um, as you know, if it were up to me, I would just throw my phone in the ocean. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you should do it. I really right, um, but I'm very much against like people having 
I'm not. I'm very much against being 100% accessible to everyone all day, every day. Mm. Um, and I know that's partly like a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. So my phone is. 24 hours of the day on do not disturb <laughs> <laughs> and then for six hours every day it's on airplane mode so literally you there's a very small window <laughs> for which people can reach me <laughs> and if it's really that deep you'll email me and if you really if we're really like friends you'll understand that it's not personal yeah it's because i really just enjoy my time in the physical world and if you cannot and i have friends who just can't understand this so either they'll fall off or they'll adapt and so i just encourage other people to do the same mm-hmm. like don't feel like you need to be accessible to everyone on 100% because that's damaging oh, yeah. and um i agree with equa like we really don't need to sleep with our phones like we don't need to wake up in the middle of Buy the night an alarm clock Yeah, it's like it's fine, you know? <laughs> like we don't need to do all that. Yeah. And we always need to remember that social media is not real life, you know? Social yeah, like today I literally have a rash life. around my eyes, but no one knows. <laughs> you know, like no one would know this. Yeah. Because I didn't document it. I know. But when my face is beat, <laughs> I'm on sa- you know? So it's like social media is not real life, y'all. Social media is not that's the mantra. Yeah. Oh, social media is not real life. Yo. <laughs> we'll meditate to this. <laughs> social media is not real life. So yes, let us know what you think in I the know. comment section below. Send us a letter, an email if you yeah. feel compelled. If you have more stories on this, if you want us to delve in yeah, this further. Yeah, any more tips. Yeah, any more tips, how you navigate social media, yeah. anything we didn't cover. Yeah. Let us know, fam. And don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. And we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget. We love all of our followers and listeners and commenters, everybody. Yeah. Continue to flourish. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.